0: right little chickens. I am so excited to tell you another story today about Jesus. And my son is with me again for the story, and he has a special message really quick. Hi, Bo, Oaks, and Luca. Hey, guys. We are so happy that you are listening to our stories. Yes, we are. (laughs) All right. You guys ready for another one? Yep. Okay, here we go. One day during Jesus' last week of mortal (laughs) life on earth, his disciples followed him out of the temple, and they asked him to explain to them the prophecy about the temple in Jerusalem. You see, there were scriptures that said that the temple would be thrown down and left empty. And Jesus said, Ah, you know the prophecies, but you don't understand them? Let me explain them to you. In a coming day, the temple will be so destroyed that there will not even be one stone left resting on another stone. Then Jesus left them and walked to the Mount of Olives. And as he sat down, his disciples came to him and asked him, Will you please tell us when the temple and the Jews will be destroyed? And will you also please tell us what a sign will be that will tell the world you are about to come for the second time? At this time, the end of the world will be here and the wicked will be destroyed. Will you please tell us about these things? And Jesus said, All right, I will teach you about these things. Listen, you must be careful that nobody tricks you since there will be a lot of people walking around saying that they are me. They will trick a lot of people into believing them. And the people will capture you and deliver you to wicked people to kill you. Everyone will hate you because you are my disciples. There will be many people who get upset and who will betray one another and who will hate each other. And many false prophets will appear and will deceive and trick a lot of other people. And because those people will love sin and wickedness then the pure love in some people's hearts will grow cold and hard. But whoever can stay steadfast and whoever will not be tricked by the wicked people of the world will be saved. The great prophet Daniel prophesied about the destruction of Jerusalem or what we call the abomination of desolation. But whoever stays spiritually strong and stands in the holy place will be safe. The righteous people who will be able to see the wickedness of the Jews all around them will know that the abomination is about to happen, and then they will be able to quickly escape to the mountains before the most terrible destruction in all the history of the Jews happens to those left in Jerusalem. There has never been such destruction before, and there never will be such destruction after the terrible destruction during the time that Daniel prophesied of. Now, I want to tell all who are listening to this podcast something. Everything that Christ prophesied about so far in this story really happened. About 40 years after Christ died, the Romans surrounded Jerusalem and seized it. They destroyed the people in the city, and those they didn't kill were sold into slavery. They set the city on fire and absolutely destroyed the temple. There was not one stone left laying on another at the temple. But those who had faith in Christ and his words knew what signs to look for before the day of that destruction came. And so when they saw the signs, like all the wicked people around them and the other people saying that they were Jesus Christ, when they saw these signs, they were able to escape to the mountains all around and they were safe. Isn't it so incredible that prophets can see the future and let us know how to stay as safe as possible? What do you think? I don't know. And what destruction are they about to be destructed with? The Roman army. The Roman army and the Roman... Like what storms... Well, it wasn't a storm. It was an army. It was a big Roman army that came and they surrounded Jerusalem and everyone inside it. And they killed everyone inside. And they tore down the temple and a lot of the city. That was the destruction that Jesus was prophesying about. Oh, okay. Yeah. So Jesus continued to teach his disciples. And he said, Well, after this terrible destruction comes to jerusalem if anyone says to you oh hey here's christ or hey there is christ then do not believe him like i said in that day there will be many false prophets and many false christs and they will perform great wonders and signs and they will be so great that they will even trick the elect or the or the people uh, how could and what, how could they trick the, how could they trick the elect? And what's an elect? Someone who is elect means that they are chosen for a special reason or special purpose. So the, and the false Christs and the false prophets will perform such great signs and miracles that even the very elect or members of the church will look at them and say, "Mm, I think they might be a real prophet. Or, hey, mm, I think that might really be Christ. But Christ is saying, you have to be so careful not to believe these people. And he says, I'm telling you these things to try and help the people who have made covenants with Heavenly Father. During that time, you will also hear about wars going on in the world and rumors of wars But don't be afraid or be troubled because these things must happen before I come to the earth a second time. Then Jesus said, I'm going to tell you again. If there are people who try to tell you that I have returned to the earth for a second time, but that you have to come and find me in a desert or in some secret or hidden place, then do not believe these people. Do you know how you can see the sun in the mornings rising from the east? And the sunshine covers the whole world as it travels to the west? Well, that is how my second coming is going to be. Uh. Everyone will see it and it will not be a secret or something hidden or hard to see or find. Here, I will give you a parable wherever there is a dead yeah here it is he says wherever there's a dead animal the eagles will be gathered around it to eat and to get nourishment it's going to be just like that before my second coming my elect or covenant people will be gathered like eagles from all over the earth into my church and my covenant people will hear of wars and rumor of, rumors of wars. In fact, nations and kingdoms will fight against other nations and kingdoms. And there will be famines and pestilences and earthquakes all over the face of the earth. And wickedness will be everywhere. And people will have a difficult time loving other people because their hearts are so hard and cold. But whoever can overcome and prevail against this wickedness will be saved. My church, my doctrine, my gospel of my kingdom will be preached throughout the entire world as a witness to all nations. And after that happens, then the wicked people on the earth will be destroyed. There will even be another abomination of desolation that will happen to Jerusalem. Wait. What an abomination of desolation? Well, an abomination is an event that is terrible. And desolation means emptiness or loneliness. If something is desolate, that means it is lonely and apart from other things. And so the abomination of desolation is a great and terrible thing that causes there to be emptiness and loneliness. And so Jesus is saying that there will be another abomination of desolation that will happen to Jerusalem before he returns to the earth the second time. And he says, After this happens, then the sun will be dark and the moon won't shine in the sky and the stars will fall from heaven. These things won't happen until the destruction I've told you about happens, though. So focus on my prophecies because they will never change. Whoever studies and treasures my words will not be tricked, but will be gathered by the angels when I come again. And then Jesus said, Here, I have another parable for you. It's called the parable of the fig tree. Another parable? Uh huh. He says, When a fig tree's branches are tender and it begins to grow leaves, then you know that summer is coming soon. This is the same as with my second coming. When those who have made covenants with me will see the signs of my coming happening, then they'll know that I am almost about to come to the earth again. But no one knows exactly what day or time I will come. Only Heavenly Father knows that. But here is another sign so that you can tell what is happening. Do you remember how wicked the people were in Noah's day? Well, it will be that same way again before I come the second time. The wicked people will not pay attention to my coming, just like the wicked people in Noah's day did not worry about the flood until it started raining and it was too late for them to repent. So you must be prepared for my coming and watch for the signs of my coming since you don't know exactly when I will come again. At this point, Jesus gave his disciples another parable called the parable of the ten virgins. You've likely heard it before, but I will tell it to you again. Christ said, Before my second coming, the kingdom of heaven will be like ten virgins, or ten young women, who were invited to a wedding party. It was nighttime, so they took some lamps with them and traveled to go meet the bridegroom. Back in their time, during a wedding, the bridegroom, or a man getting married, would travel to his bride's house with a group of his close friends. After they were married there, the whole wedding party would walk to the bridegroom's house for a big feast. The guests who joined the bride and the bridegroom on these walks to the marriage and then to the feast were expected to bring their own lamps or torches so that they could have their own light. Well, Five of the virgins who were waiting to join the wedding party were wise, and the other five were foolish. The foolish virgins had their lamps, but they didn't have any extra oil with them in order to light their lamps when the time came. The five wise virgins did have their lamps and extra oil. Well, while the bridegroom was preparing to walk to the bride's house for the wedding ceremony, the ten virgins all slept while waiting to join all those who had been invited to attend. At midnight, the call came that the bridegroom was coming and that those invited to the party should go out to meet him. Then all the virgins woke up and got their lamps ready. But at that moment, the foolish foolish virgins turned to the wise virgins and said, "'Hey, can you give us some of your oil, please? "'Our lights have gone out "'because we didn't bring any extra oil.' "'The wise virgins answered, "'Sorry, we won't give you our extra oil "'in case there's not enough for all of us. "'But you could probably run to those who sell oil "'and buy some extra for yourselves right now.' "'Well, that's what they did. "'After the five foolish virgins "'had run off to buy more oil, "'the bridegroom came.' And the five wise virgins with their lighted lamps followed him and the other guests into the bride's house for the marriage and the door to the house was shut. Soon enough, the five foolish virgins ran and arrived and knocked on the door and they said, Lord, Lord, please open the door for us. But the Lord came to the door and said, "Mm, I won't because you don't know me. You clearly don't know my expectations, so no, you can't come in. After telling this parable, Christ said, You must watch and prepare yourselves, because you won't know the day or the time that I will come to earth the second time, just like the virgins didn't know when exactly the bridegroom was going to pass by. Then Christ told another parable about his second coming. It went like this. The kingdom of heaven is like a man who traveled far into a different country. Before he left on his travels, though, he called his servants to him and divided up some of his talents or great amounts of his money. to. So he divided his money among his servants according to how much money he knew these servants could be in charge of. So he gave five talents to the first servant, two talents to the second servant, and one talent to the third servant. Then he left on his journey. Well, the first servant who had received five talents went and traded some things that he had bought with the five talents, and he ended up with five more talents than what he'd been given. So now he had ten talents. The second servant also traded, so that he ended up with two more talents than what he'd been given. So now he had four talents. But the servant who received one talent went and buried it in the earth. After a long time, the master returned to speak to his servants. His first servant said, Lord, you gave me five talents, and I have gained an additional five talents. And the Lord said, Well done, you good and faithful servant. You have been faithful over a few things, so I will make you a ruler over many things. Come, fill joy with me. Then the second servant came and said, "'Lord, you gave me two talents when you left, and I have gained two more talents.' And the Lord said, "'Well done, you good and faithful servant. You have been faithful over a few things, so I will make you a ruler over many things. Come, fill joy with me.' But then the third servant, who had received one talent, came and said, "'Lord, I know that you are a very strict man. "'And you sometimes you take food that you haven't planted, "'and you gather things from your servants "'that you haven't taken care of. "'And so I was afraid of you. "'I went and hid your talent in the ground, and here it is. "'As he handed the talent back to the Lord, the Lord said, "'Oh, you are a wicked and lazy servant. "'You knew that I gather things my servants have taken care of, "'so you should have given my money to the traders.' So that when I came back, I could have received my own money back for more than it was worth in the first place. All right, other servants, take this talent from my third servant and give it to my first servant who now has ten talents. And Jesus said, In the end of people's lives, those who have made a lot with the gifts that they were given on earth will be given even more privileges and responsibilities in heaven. But whoever hides their gifts and blessings they've been given on earth will have those same gifts and blessings taken away from them. And the ones who hide their blessings will be cast into outer darkness. And they will be so miserable out there. Jesus spoke another parable about his second coming. This one went like this. He said... When I come back to earth to sit on my throne of glory, then all the holy angels will be with me. And everyone in the earth at that time will be gathered and then separated into two groups. Just like a shepherd divides his sheep from his goats at the end of the day. He puts his sheep on his right side and he puts his goats on his left side. That's how it will be with the people on earth. I will divide them. Then I will say to the people on my right side, come you blessed people of heavenly father come and live in the kingdom prepared for you from the beginning of the world for i was once hungry and you gave me food i was thirsty and you gave me something to drink i was a stranger but you let me stay in your house i was naked and you put clothes on me i was sick and you visited me i was in prison and you came to visit me and then all the righteous people sitting on my right side will say Wait, 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 wait. When did we see that you were hungry and feed you? Or see you thirsty and gave you something to drink? When did we see you as a stranger and let you into our homes? Or naked and we clothed you? Or when did we see that you were sick or in prison and we visited you? We don't remember seeing you at all. And then I will say to them, listen carefully. If you ever did those things to anyone else... Where are you? I'm right here so i will say to them listen carefully if you ever did those things to anyone else while you were living on the earth it's as if you did those same things to me and then i will say to those wicked people sitting on my left side Go away from me, you cursed people, into everlasting fire that is prepared for the devil and his angels. For I was hungry, and you did not give me any food. I was thirsty, and you didn't give me anything to drink. I was a stranger, and you wouldn't let me into your home. I was naked, and you left me naked. I was sick and in prison, and you wouldn't come visit me. Then the people sitting on my left will say, wait a minute when did we see you hungry or thirsty or a stranger or naked or sick or in prison and we didn't help you we never saw you then i will say to them listen carefully on earth you chose not to help any of these people who were hungry or thirsty or naked or sick and just like you chose not to help those people you chose not to help me. Then Jesus said, These people will live with everlasting punishment, but the righteous on my right hand will have live a joyous eternal life. Well, little chickadees, what kind of life do you want to live in eternity? One of joy or one of punishment? If you want to live a life of joy, then maybe you can do something to help someone today and know in your heart that Jesus is watching and feels like you're helping him too. What do you think about that? Yeah, it's great. <laughs> it's great. All right, well, that's the end of our story for today. Hope you guys have a wonderful day. Until next time, goodbye. Do you want to say goodbye? Goodbye, bow, Luke and kiss. I said, Bo Luke and Oakus. Oh, yeah, that's silly. (laughs) (laughs)